morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Relationship Lounge Presents Reveal and Heal. You know, you can't heal if you won't reveal. I'm Coach Deb. I want to welcome you. Please go ahead and tag your friends, tag your neighbors, tag everyone that you know that you, you know, that need a motivation word. This is Motivation Monday, New Beginnings, and we need something, a pick-me-up, if you know what I mean. We need a pick-me-up to get us throughout the day, to get us throughout the week. Let me tell you, I have an amazing guest this morning, and I believe the Lord has put a word in her belly that's going to encourage, inspire, and motivate whoever is listening this morning. Her name is Alicia Renrod. Is that right, Alicia? That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, I just know that this sister is going to come with it this morning. Y'all still got time to connect, to call, to bring in other people so they can be a part of the conversation. We're going to talk about some things that's going to touch your heart and it's going to strengthen you. Y'all listen, you can follow us on all social media podcast outlets. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio, Amazon. We're on all of the major outlets. We're also on YouTube. You know, you can go uh, to YouTube and put in the search Relationship Lounge 19. And of course, we will come up. Please like and subscribe. Also, we got a radio station, y'all. I'm not okay. Why? I'm not okay. Why is a radio show? It speaks to our community. We talk about, uh, you know, issues that we're not okay with. And of course, you know what? We got some things that we need to do and fix, and we need to have a conversation about it. We also have a I'm Not Okay Why, of course, TV show that's coming your way real soon. We've already did our 13 episodes, and we're in the editing season. So y'all bear with us. I need for you to go to Roku, download uh, the Roku app, and also the GEI Network. Make it one of your favorite channels. Y'all listen, put your hands together and show your love for Alicia Ramraj. Alicia, good morning to you. Good morning. So glad to have you. Thank you so much for saying yes to this interview. You're such a beautiful soul. You're my cousin. Yeah. And I just want, I want everybody to know it. You know, guys, she just dropped a new album. Go ahead and tell everybody about your music before we get into um, the Revealing Hill. Okay. So um, I just released the album. It's called You Are, and I released it on July 30th. It is on all streaming platforms, so you can find it on whatever platform of music that you like to listen to. It's on there. Um, it is spelled U-H-L-E-E-C-Y-A. Um, I had to put it that way, you guys, because my name is spelled like Alicia, and people call me Alicia all the time. And so I wanted to help everybody out by spelling out the pronunciation of my name. So again, if you want to look me up on anything, Apple Music, um, iTunes, Spotify, whatever, you can type in U-H-L-E-E-C-Y-A. Um, also, you can find me on Instagram at U-H underscore L-E-E underscore C underscore Y-A as well and you can find me um as alicia ramraj on facebook if you want to look that up as well and the links are in my bio so you can always click that as well to find it but yes yeah, so this the album is out there's nine songs on there and it is full of just different types of sounds and genre of music but it's all about god it's all about jesus lifting him up and just um experiences with him so yeah so it's 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 all about him but just in 
be prepared to have fun with it because it's going to be some nice sounds, some sounds that sound like R&B, some that sound like hip-hop, some that sound like contemporary Christian music. Um, it's, it's all jumbled in there together. So just be prepared for that. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. You know, I, um, I listen, they need to hear you sing. You are truly a songbird. They need to hear you sing. Guys, our topic this morning is our God is a God of second chances. And of course, Alicia is going to share her transparent moment that is going to uh, help some people to understand that topic. But I know that if you listen immediately, that hits your spirit. Because you, if you're living in this world, you know that God has truly been a God of second chances in your life. Now, Alicia, let's begin with who is Alicia Ramrod? Yeah, so um, I am a singer. I am a wife, a sister, um, a daughter. I am a teacher. I am just a child of God that is just trying to live out my purpose and my destiny and God's plans for my life. Um, I love to help people. I feel like that's the thing that drives me just wanting to help in any way or form. That's what really kind of gives me the most joy when I know that I've helped somebody when I know that I have made some type of impact on someone's life like that is what really drives me. Um, and so I, I really just try to put myself in position to really just do whatever God wants me to do. So if that's singing, then that's um, I put myself in place to do that. If that is being a teacher, that's that's what I put myself in place to do. I just try to be obedient to whatever assignments that he gives me and, um, you know, just try to just try to be in place, try to be in position and then for him to be able to use me in whatever way he wants. So, yeah. Keyword uh, being in position, you know, and a lot of times, you know, pain positions us. Pain positions us. I'd like for you to share with the listening audience what in what inspired this album. So, um, this album has been being worked on since, oh my gosh, two thousand maybe two thousand sixteen. Um, or so, and it has been, I have been in and out of studio, various things have happened um, that have kind of just prolonged the process. And one of the things, one of the biggest things that happened was my mother uh, passing away, of course, in 2018. And um, it was sudden, it was unexpected. And it just kind of was one of those things that just kind of will just, you know, knock the breath, knock the wind out of you because, you know, you don't know, you, you know, you don't expect it. And I always tell people it's the worst, it's the worst type of pain. It's the worst um, type of pain that I have ever experienced. And I was actually just recently speaking with a coworker because um, one of our other coworkers lost uh, her father uh, suddenly you know, just this week, and I was sharing with um, my other coworker. Found out that he also lost his mother um, suddenly a couple years back as well. And so we were just having a moment where we were just sharing about that the pain. It's just it's just an unbearable type of pain that you maybe you don't know or understand unless you have also lost a love a, a, a parent or someone that is just extremely 
close to you and that has had some type of impact, but you, you know, it's just a pain that you can't really describe because it's something that it's like, it's out of your control. You can't reverse it. You can't, you can't change anything about it. And it's just final. Um, so that was a very, um, large setback for me. Um, just trying to like get over that hurdle of losing her unexpectedly and her being one of my biggest supporters, my biggest fan. And so I managed to get myself back up and, you know, get myself together and push through because I know that there was purpose, you know, for me, for me being here, for me being alive. And I know that she will want me to, um, you know, keep going. There's a song on there for her that I wrote um, out of my pain from missing her. Wow. Um, as well. And so, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be me. I feel like if, if it wasn't for my mom's example and just her, the spirit that she carried, I feel right. like I was, when I think about her, I think about myself. I think I'm so much like her, like, you know, and she's, they, my cousins and my, um, and my sister and my brother, and they always call me her mini me. So uh-huh. I always feel like, you know, I'm so much like her. Sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm like, man, I used to always think I like my dad, which I do, but I look in here and I'm like, dang, I like my mom, you know? And so, it, it, you know, so it's just always little things that'll just remind me of her. But yeah, so I, I just, I just know she would want me to keep going, of course. And, um, and that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm continuing on. <laughs> you know, you mentioned to me that there was, um, uh, that she shared, you know, uh, with you something I just think is so special um, about your skill, mm-hmm. you know, to sing. Now, the way you sing is straight up the anointing. So it's like you got skill and the anointing. And with both of those, oh my God, the anointing alone will send you to the heaven, to the heavens. But share with the people it, what your mom said to you, you know, about about that gift, how she feel like that was something that she seen earlier on through something mm-hmm. real cute, I think, that you yes. shared. So um, my mom used to tell me that when I first started singing, I don't know, I was always just drawn to singing. I didn't even, there was time when I was singing, but I didn't really know that I could really sing. I just like singing. And so I was in chorus and like middle school and, um, you know, growing up. And so now it just started to become my passion, just singing, singing, singing. So what really wasn't until I was like 14 that I really actually realized that I had an actual voice. I was just doing it before because I, I liked it. But then it wasn't until then that I really realized like, oh, I had a gift and I had a friend tell me like, you know, you can really sing, right? And I was like, well, yeah. And so my mom, she would always, she always would tell me, I knew you was gonna, I knew you would be able to sing. I knew you would be able to sing because of the way that you cried when you were a baby. And I used to, I was like, what? You know, she was like, yeah, you had a specific cry. It was like, a, she said it was high. It was like a high pitch little cry, whatever it was. She said she knew, she knew that I would be a singer. Um, and there were times that she would even share with me, uh, you know, dreams that she had even in my adulthood, you know, before she passed away, dreams that she had of me singing and, um, you know, whatever songs, it was songs that, you know, she asked me about and I'm like, I don't know that song. So it must've been, she must've been seeing something, you know, down the line, you know, the Lord may have been showing her as, you know, in her dreams, but 
she yeah she said she's always should tell me that she knew i was going to be able to sing i know we come from a long line of singers yes, we and, do. Yes, we <laughs> in our family and so she she said she knew she would hear me crying as a baby and she just had it and she knew i was going to be able to sing and here i am <laughs> well to god be the glory your album is fantastic it's going to be a blessing to so many and uh for the sake of time we're going to move forward because i want you to take this opportunity to share i want you to share a transparent moment you know let's reveal and heal share a transparent moment in your life where you know that god has exercised that second chance in your own life we have many many second chance moments in our life you know what i'm right. saying mm -hmm. but uh in particularly you know share something that that you believe is a good time to share it in hopes that it could be something that will encourage motivate inspire someone that's listening uh this morning of course um well just kind of keeping in the same vein um one of the things that i i struggled with heavily when my mother suddenly passed away which i never thought that i would really struggle with was depression i was um extremely extremely depressed after she passed away um and i just was not myself and not only that but i was angry with god because to me I'm just kind of like, why, why me? Like, why did this happen to me? You know, or my siblings and to my mother, you know, being the one, the woman that she was and just how she just had so much impact on people's lives. And she just loved God with her whole heart. She gave her life to him and she was always looking, you know, and making sure that people were okay and that they knew him and, and all that stuff. And so it just, it, it was very confusing to me, you know, um, when she passed away that that could just happen to her, you know, that he wouldn't save her and, you know, we praying and, you know, things like that. And, and she still died. And so I was very hurt. You know, I was very hurt. I was very angry with him. And, um, and I just kind of went down into this, like, I don't even know, just like this pit where I was, I, I was just, you know, uh, just mad. I, I didn't, I wasn't feeling, I was going through the motions of life and going and going to church and all this stuff, but I just wasn't really feeling it. But I got to the point where I was so low and I, I told God, I said, you know, I'm mad, I'm upset, but I know that um, you're not going anywhere. And I know that I'm not going anywhere. And all I want is you. Like it drove me so far down of emptiness, my depression that I still knew that he was there. I still knew that I would never leave him and I, I wouldn't live life without him, even if I was upset. And I got to that point where, you know, I said, well, I said what I had to say, but I said, you know, I know, like I said, I know that you're there. I know that you're not going anywhere and I'm not going anywhere. And um, all I want is you. And it was like from there, I was able to like pick myself back up. Like he was able to build me back up. And it was also almost as if like some old things were like washed away. It was almost like a renewal uh, a situation as well, because I noticed I was able to see things clearly, more clearly um, after that 
that that what I was going through, I was actually able to see things more clearly that were going on in my life, um, you know, places that I was at and, and you know, interactions I would have. And I was able to just somehow just kind of see everything more clearly because I had just maybe I had lost my old self in that, right. in that moment and mm-hmm. whatever came out of it was somebody new. And I was able to look at things around me in a completely different way. And um, I made a lot of changes after that because I started to see I had lost myself before that. I was doing things that um, people pleasing, you know, people pleasing and, you know, not trusting that I was hearing from the Lord about various different, uh, different things. And I realized that, but it wasn't, it was like, almost like the blinders were taken off when I, when I gave myself back to him, when I gave myself back to him, it was almost like, I could just, like I said, I just, it was the strangest thing. I could just see things in a different way. And it was like, we started over, like me and God just like started over. And so my spiritual awareness also just like went up and went to a different level as well. And again, I learned things about myself that I noticed that I was doing, like I said, the people pleasing and just wanting everybody to just, you know, um, or wanted to be able to please everyone, whatever I was doing and whatever decisions that I was making, wanted to make sure that uh, it could be validated by someone else. So not just, it wasn't good enough. If God was speaking to me about something, I needed to go check with someone else also to make sure that um, you know, it was actually right. And, and he showed me that about myself. And I was just like, wow, you know, I just started to just learn a whole lot. And needless to say, I, I made some changes. And it was just like I said, we were on a whole new, a whole new journey, a whole new path of, of just me kind of being awakened in him spiritually again, a refreshing that happened that, that came over, but it, it took me to get all the way to zero <laughs> for me to get all the way down into that pit, into that depression for me to actually, uh, for him to actually restart me again. Wow. Oh, that's real. <laughs> did you, did you go through uh, any rebellion? You know, uh, did you lose yourself in your grief? You know, did you lose yourself in your grief, you know, at a place where you uh, maybe started, didn't know who you was, you know, doing things that was not Alicia, you know, it's like, now I know I gotta, I gotta come out of this. You know, did you, did you turn to food? Did you try different things that, you know, because see what happens is sometimes when, when we're overwhelmed with, with grief, whether it's from a loss of a parent or if it's from the, you know, from uh, a loss of something or another people, the pandemic put people through some stuff, you know, so people had different levels of grief. Uh, Did you try to do things to forget about it or to, you know, act like Mm -hmm. it wasn't there? You know how people try everything else before they try Jesus. Yeah. You know, you get lost in all this other stuff. And then when you come back to your senses, you know, then it's like you align yourself. Did you go through that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, uh, like you said, I turned to food for sure. I put on a lot of weight um, um, after that, through that depression. And not only that, I did try to just, you know, I tried to keep myself busy. I went back to work, of course. 
And I, I went back to church quickly, even though, like I said, I was going through the motions of things. Um, and I just really tried to take my mind off of the fact that she was gone just by being busy. But it was always, you know, every day there would be things that would remind me of her. And so even if I was going throughout my day at, at any moment, especially if I was by myself at night or at night, um, I would just cry, you know, yes. I would just cry or something just would just trigger me to think about her. Um, whether it was just me thinking to myself, oh, I'm gonna call her and then realize I can't call her when I get off work or, you know, just random things would just actually just make me trigger me to just think about her. And, um, I would just cry. I cried, I cried numerous of nights, um, you know, and dealing with that. And also too, right before, um, when my mother passed away, there was only a couple months um, until my wedding, actually. I was supposed to get married, um, which I did, of course. But our, our wedding was a couple of months after her passing away. And so it really put a, a damper, um, you know, on my wedding, um, on my marriage. I struggled in my marriage starting out because I was, I was, still, I was still depressed. I was still you know, like I said, just going through the motions of everything. And so it actually did take a toll on my marriage, it actually took a toll, you know, my relationship with my husband, I wasn't allowing him to comfort me. I wasn't allowing him to, you know, do anything for me. You know, he, he probably, I'm sure he felt, uh, you know, pushed away and all kinds of things because I wasn't myself. I was just mean <laughs> I was mean I was grumpy I was just not in a good mood and, and there'd be times when I was feeling good but there'd be also a lot of times when I just wasn't um it was just up and down you so know? you just felt like you were pretty much existing mm -hmm. just just you know what uh I, I you know you know that was feeling like your your days were long your nights were long it was just you know bless yeah. your heart you know uh that's a different type of grief you know, to lose a parent. So what, what is it that when the singing came back into play, when you got back into the studio and started singing, was that a part of your healing? Because people do different things. You know, you'll always, you'll always be dealing with this. Yeah. So your coping is what you're doing there. So did you go through counseling? Did, did you get, you know, uh, go, go gun hole into getting back into the studio what is it that you did to bring you to where you are right now because you're in a pretty good place right mm -hmm. yeah um so I didn't immediately jump right you know right back in um to the studio but I was writing songs so you know one of the things that a lot of my songs will just kind of come from my either my experiences or there's just moments that I'm having in the presence of God and um, so it'll just start coming to me. And so um, what I did to kind of get myself back together, like I said, I just started writing from those experiences. And actually, like I said, one of the songs on there is, that I wrote for my mother, um, it came from a moment, one of those moments where I was just in my car and I was feeling sad and I was, you know, thinking about her and suddenly, you know, I, I just got, I kind of had gotten to the point where I got tired of crying, 
Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to cry anymore. You know, I didn't want to keep crying um, about it. It was just, it was, it was, it was so, so much. Like I said, I didn't go through, I really didn't go through counseling. Um, Me and my sister tried, but we, I just couldn't keep up with the classes that they were having. And Mm -hmm. so I was, you know, more so keeping it, just keeping it in. I wasn't Mm -hmm. necessarily talking to anybody. And so how I was able to get it out was through song and, the thing that I started to say to myself when I was in the car that, that day and I started thinking about her, I started, tears started to well up in my eye, but I, 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 I was tired. I didn't want to cry anymore. And I started to sing, you're in the best place that you can be. And I just started to sing that over and over again. And from there, the song just came out that I probably, that was probably the quickest I've ever written a song. And I probably wrote that song within an hour from the time I was driving to the time I got to the house and I stuck with it because I felt the spirit was on it when I wrote it. And I knew that it wasn't just something for me because it was something that I was writing and singing out of my pain, but it was, I was also encouraging myself through that song. I was encouraging myself that she's in the best place that she could be, which is in heaven, you know, which is with the angels. And so I should be happy. I shouldn't be um sad you know I should be happy because she's happy and she's in she's enjoying herself she's in peace you Mm. know and so I started to write that and started to encourage me but I knew that it was something that would be encouraging to so many other people because so many people have lost somebody especially right now during COVID and the pandemic that we are experiencing the past um couple of years so many people have lost a loved one and lots of people are dealing with grief. Lots of people are dealing with pain. And I wrote that song so fast. I know the Holy spirit was on it. Mm -hmm. And it's not just for me. It's for anybody that's grieving anybody that needs a reminder about where their loved one is. And not only that, but be able to worship because the song also just leads you into worship to God. So it takes the focus off of your grief and your pain into um, worship and joy over God bringing his children home. So, yeah. Would you be so kind to sing a little of that song Mm -hmm. uh, to the listeners um, right now? Because a a lot is going on in the lives of different people someone is leaving this earth every single day. And for so many that have lost loved ones a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, they're still feeling the loss. Yeah. And we just, you know, I believe that your song can be comforting and a reminder. We just need somebody to let us know every minute of the day that they're in a better place, yeah. you know? And that's what we would want for anyone that we love. Could you just sing a little bit of that for, for the listeners this morning? You're in the best place you could be But I still want you right here with me Selfishly You're in the best place you could be but I still want you 
right here with me selfishly but heaven gained an angel you've entered into glory you are singing heaven's song heaven gained an angel you've entered into glory Perfect peace forevermore. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <clears throat> it does take you there, Alicia. It does. It does take you there. What a beautiful, beautiful song. Thank you. What would be your message to uh, anyone that's, you know, listening this morning? that is battling with, with grief and they don't want to go on. They want to go ahead, they want to they die too. Yes. They don't want to live without the person that yes. uh, they love that, that, that's going on to be with the Lord. Yes, they know, they believe that the person is in the hands of the Lord but, and in his arms, but that they still, they don't want to live. They just don't want to be here without them. Yeah, you're in a, you, you, you're in a different place, but yet you can relate to that. Mm -hmm. Speak to them this morning and encourage them that they can go on. Yes, you said something right there that I, I didn't mention, but I didn't want to live. That was another thing that I experienced that I did not want to live. And I thought I would never have those type of thoughts of not wanting to be here, not wanting to uh, to live. And especially as a child of God, you don't think that, you know, when you're heavily involved, you know, you know God. And you will never think that those things will come across your mind. Um, but sometimes that pain will drive you. Um, that depression will drive you to that point of just not wanting to live anymore and not wanting to be here anymore. But I would just encourage anybody who's listening today who is struggling with grief or um, depression to, one, don't isolate yourself. Don't stick to yourself, but talk to somebody. Um, there are more people around you than you might know that are depressed and that may be experiencing some form of, of grief as well. So definitely talk. It, it, it helps to really actually let it out and just release your emotions and your feelings, but definitely talk to somebody and, and let it out. But not only that, most of all, trusting God trust in God. Don't leave him. Don't think that he is forsaking you because he hasn't. He's there and it's not his will that that we suffer the way that we do. It's not his doing that we are suffering. Um, you're not being punished. It's not your fault that your loved one is gone. It's not because, uh, you know, you couldn't tap in. There were, there were times when I thought maybe uh, something's wrong with me. My prayers didn't work. It's not you. It's just God's will and it's God's timing. And um, there's it's out of our control. But at the end of the day, your loved one is in his hands. They are in peace. And it will be their desire that you are in peace as well um, and that you're able to let go. And don't rush yourself. It will take time. It may feel like heavy right now. It may feel like you know, the, all the walls are crashing in and came, your life is crumbling. It may feel that way right now. 
Um, and it may take some time for you to get past it, but just know that you will get past it. Just know that there is light on the other side of your darkness and it's not over for you. There's a purpose and there's a plan for you. There's something that God wants to do in you and through you um, and with you. And he needs you to keep pushing. He needs you to keep moving and keep pressing towards the mark. He needs you to keep pressing towards that purpose and that plan that he has for you, which is to prosper you and not to harm you and to bring you to an expected end. So keep going. Don't let go of God's hand because he's not letting go of you keep pushing, keep doing everything that you can do to bring yourself joy. Even if that's thinking about your loved one in the good moments, all the beauty that you experience out of that person's life, it may bring tears to your eyes at first, but as time goes on, it may take you a year, it may take you two years, it may take you three years, but your joy will outweigh your pain in the end. You just have to keep going. You just have to keep pressing beyond that. Don't let the enemy talk you into taking your life. Don't let the enemy talk you into uh, telling yourself that you can't go on because you can and you will. Just keep moving, keep pushing, keep pressing and watch God turn your situation and everything um, that you're experiencing into something beautiful. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen, Alicia. And you know something, uh, I, I thank you for that. And as you were speaking, I was thinking about your born again experience uh, that took place during your grief, mm -hmm. how you lost the old Alicia and regained a new Alicia. And that's who she is today. And that was the cost of you lo uh, losing your mother to heaven, yeah. you know, there is a cost for purpose and we we can't control that we can't control that so our topic this morning is our god is a god of second chances and that's our motivation quote as well that is in job 33 through 29 i mean job 33 and 29 our God is a God of second chances. Alicia, I want to thank you so much for saying yes to uh, this interview. It has been an honor and a pleasure. You have blessed my soul. I have to move on. And I just want to like be still and rest in the, what you shared. And I can't. I'm going to have to do that when, when the camera uh, is off, you know, but you have, I know that there have been people this morning that's in a Selah place right now. They're in a Selah place right now. And mm -hmm. you have encouraged them to keep on keeping on. Yes. Oh boy, good, oh Lord Jesus. Listen, uh, uh, Facebook family, RL family, listen, listen, listen. You can't heal if you won't reveal. Amen. I'm Coach Deb. It has been a pleasure and an honor. Let me just remind you that we're on all podcast outlets. You can follow us on uh, YouTube. Just put in the search engine, uh, Relationship Lounge 19, and like and subscribe. I want to give you one more opportunity, Alicia, to share and tell everybody how to follow you because I want them to go get that album. Okay. <laughs> So definitely you guys can follow me on uh, Facebook at Alicia Ramraj, that's A-L-I-C-I-A Ramraj, R-A-M-R-A-J. You can follow me on Instagram at 
U-H underscore L-E-E underscore C underscore Y-A. And you can follow me on any of the streaming platforms by also typing in that um, spelling of my name, U-H-L-E-E-C-Y-A on anything. And I will pop up YouTube as well. I will pop up. You will be able to find the album, which is called You Are. And as well as one of the singles that's also on the album, um, it's called The One That Is Out as well. So definitely that is how you can find me. And yeah, I look forward to hearing from you guys as well message me, direct message me. I love to hear, um, you know, just however the songs are blessing you. So please do reach out to me as well. Thank you, love. God bless you. Thank you, RL Jackson. family. Listen, it was a pleasure. I wish we had more time, but we're going to keep it right there because, it, you know, we want people to be able to just rest in, uh, you know, all that you have shared this morning. Yes. Uh, RL family, remember to love yourself. Love everybody and be an example. I'm Coach Dale. Have an amazing day. You deserve it. Bless you, love. Thank you.